Hello, hello, hello everyone. It's your girl Tinky Bell here. And yes, today is Wednesday. I do know that. Yesterday was Tuesday. It was supposed to be OC Tuesday. And I did actually post. I did actually record yesterday, but I didn't like how it turned out. It sounded more cringy than usual. It sounds like I was trying too hard. And I felt like I was giving away too many spoilers for a ser- for that series, so I decided to against it to just post it and delete it. And I was going to come back and redo it, but I kind of got into my workout routine and I was talking to a friend and time goes by how that happens. Oh my gosh. Uh, let me close this. Oh, well, that definitely didn't work. Hopefully I could talk over that or it goes away. Okay. Sorry if you hear any background noise. So, um, I decided I was going to do another character and I was going to post it earlier today. Um, currently it's like, a, it just turned 11 to 11 in the morning out here. So I decided I'm going to post this as a makeup for OC Tuesday. And then on today, later in the day, I'm going to post another thing called Gaming Wednesday, which I believe is supposed to be this is supposed i think gaming wednesday is another segment i was doing but um all that talking aside let's go ahead and get into this um oc of mine so this is an oc from black butler i made her a long time ago her name was ivk and originally ivy was just she was just a mess when i first created her basically speaking she was um, she had a busty body, she was a mistress, but also a maid. It, it was just, basically speaking, her entire original character just looked terrible. Like, I really didn't put any effort into it. So I decided to redo her, and this is where she's at now. So, I'm still, she's basically finished. I have to work on a few other characters, um for black butler um i'm currently in the process of making her two sisters that are also into the storyline as well as um maybe her parents as well and obviously her maid but without further ado that's weird let's get into it okay so her name is ivy k she doesn't have any aliases or aliases she is a noble. She's a female. She's currently 12 years old. She her date of birth is May 12, 1876. I think she's the first OC out of all of my OCs that probably has a full birthday. She is a human. She is an African American. Her occupation, she's the lady of the K, lady of the K household. She's the owner of the K Corporation. And I don't really know what her company is, so I'm just going to say that her company is a music company as well as a bakery for now. Because I want her family to have three corporations, but I don't know what the third one could be. Appearance. Um, she has her hair color is a light whitish blue with dark green with dark green ends. Her eye color is an amber. She is 4'11". I know all of my characters seem to be my height. It's it's some, it's a personal thing of mine. So does she have any markings? She has vine marks around her legs 
and arms and a birthmark of a poison ivy on her shoulder both of her wrist inside her right ankle on her left thigh and on her tailbone yes i know that's a lot but i felt like they was important because they do kind of mean something that's why she basically kind of got her name because of the ivy and the vines so this is her attire when she was younger ivy wore long-sleeved pastel dresses that stopped the floor with flats and short-sleeved lace gloves she would always wear bracelets and necklaces with floral charms in her hair she and she would always wear ribbons and hair clips when she would live with her aunt um i don't like saying this word but as a commoner Ivy would barely wear dresses. She would either wear pants with loose white or gray sleeved tied or buttoned up shirts with black or brown boots, or she would wear short Victoria, a short Victorian skirt with shorts with a short sleeved white shirt and black boots. Currently, um, so her current attire, which is things that she wears from now on, Instead of pastel dresses, she now wears dark colors. So that can be red, black, gray, dark green, etc. The dresses are short-sleeved and instead of short-sleeved gloves, she now wears long, I think is satin, satin or vintage lace fingerless gloves. Uh, if she is around the house, she wears a long-sleeved dress shirt or a loose dress shirt and a skirt that stops to her knees her dresses does as well all of her dresses also stop to her knees and she replaced the ribbons in her hair for and the ribbons and hair clips in her hair for fedoras um <clears throat> okay so now we're getting into the personality aspect of it when ivy was younger she was very soft-spoken and a major peacemaker ivy despised conflict so she did her very best to keep either to herself at times and only to intervene when the conflict was pretty much was pretty much arising also if she was in the middle of a conflict she would try to dissolve it as well she was also very analytical and always knew something was off whether a person was off a place was off or the atmosphere was off um ivy was also really close to her sisters and would listen and do what they say all the time like sisterly love but currently ivy is a lot more manipulative and cunning she sees life as a game we all know that cl or ast aster i'm gonna call him that i don't really know what the actual french word is astray or aster but we know that he likes to play chess so he sees life as chess she ivy sees life as checkers and she is basically the king ivy is not afraid to speak her mind her or voice her opinion she understands the more she understands well one of the biggest quotes that she definitely says is the more people get angry then the more she will get closer to the truth or what information she needs her flaws she overthinks a lot like me i have a tendency to overthink so ivy has a tendency to overthink she her fear or fears is being alone subconsciously and silence i don't really know what weaknesses she really has i'm like i said she's still kind of a work in process 
um basically everything is done i just really don't know what her weaknesses are so i'm still thinking about that her likes she likes animals she likes singing playing instruments cooking writing speaking different languages she dislikes balls or parties she dislikes guns long hair heels and feeling constricted her hobbies include cooking writing playing instruments and archery um her habits she touches one of her birthmarks when she feels an emotion or when she feels an emotion and mumble <clears throat> so for example her left wrist scared or nervous she taps she taps two times um multiple times is scared in her left thigh she's thinking on one of her if she's touching like one of her shoulders she's annoyed but when she's touching both of her shoulders she's in full panic mode her talent i'm gonna say archery she's really really good at it as well as cooking she's also really good at like gymnastics i don't think that happened in the victorian era but neither the demons and angels and supernatural beings so that's being on there so the biggest problem that I think this is kind of long is Ivy's backstory and it's Ivy's backstory is pretty much connected to most of her sisters so a little heads up on Ivy's parents Ivy's parents her mom was um Ivy's parents were pretty much different her mom was very was a commoner who ran a bakery with her sister and her father was a noble um when ivy's father kind of met ivy's mom he loved he fell in love with her because she was different than other girls she was not really afraid to speak her mind you know when he flirted with her she was able to flirt back like they had a very playful but really good friendship down the line very cliche i know and then they had obviously three girls for some reason i always forget the names of the other two i know no i remember we have the oldest which is isarella we have the second the middle child which is isabella and then we have the third which is ivy who is the youngest so what exactly happened in ivy's backstory well obviously she has a tragic past but ivy like i stated in her personality ivy loved loves her sister she trusts she believes and trusts them for anything the biggest problem though was that when coming up of age when it was finally time to talk about who was going to run the company um only isarella isarelli and isarelli and ivy were going to get the company Isarelli was going to focus more on the business portion, you know, running the act, the business portion of running the company, while Ivy was going to be focusing on the music and on the music corporation, well, the music company and the baking in the bakery, in the bakery, which left, which left Isabella feeling like, where's my, where's my cut of the pie? Like, where am I going to, what am I going to do? But there, there was really nothing that she could really do. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if it sounds 
all confusing. I'm trying to remember this at the top of my head because I, for some reason, did not write this down and I totally forgot to. Basically, this kind of really made Israeli upset. Trigger warning to anyone that feels completely, um, trigger warning to anyone that feels completely, you know, that has ever been through all of this stuff. I don't want to, I don't really want to make a lot of you guys mad or trigger you guys into this full-on panic mode. It is Black Butler. It's a very dark series and... I really like writing characters who suffered a lot. So Ivy's, Ivy's story kind of begins where Israel, Isabella is kind of like just manipulating Ivy, telling Ivy, you know, hey, by the way, um, mom and dad said you can't go outside. Sis doesn't want to hang out with you. She's kind of just manipulating Ivy. Now, here's another thing. Ivy is very much like CL in the way that she is really sick. Um, I don't really know what her illnesses are quite yet. I'm still kind of researching and figuring out which one I want her to have. But one of the illnesses that I think, I think this is a real illness. One of the things is that she can't be out in the sun for too long. I know that's a real thing. But another thing is that her legs has a tendency to get out a lot. So because her parents know that she can't be out in the sun for a long time and the fact that her legs give out, she kind of has to stay home a lot because you never know when she's gonna feel healthy and then her legs just automatically give out like she's paralyzed like she completely goes into paraly and paralysis for no reason like her legs just stuck there so anyway Isabella is kind of like just manipulating Ivy telling Ivy like you can't do any of this stuff hey mom and dad said this mom and dad said that which of course leads Ivy to kind of believe in her sister and also feel very worried like did she do something wrong am i like am i in trouble is that the reason why i can't go out like i usually can you know she starts missing out on like events and she started missing out on playing with her other friends and her cousin and she starts missing all this stuff now is really the oldest is really is noticing there's something off as well as their cousin but is really is main one that's important she starts to notice that something is off and she doesn't like how you know ivy has not really come out of her room she gets curious and she goes to ivy and asks her like what's going on and that's when is uh, ivy tells israeli like well you know isabella said i can't hang out with you mom said she said told me that mom and dad doesn't want me to come out which confuses israeli and she asks more questions and that's when Israeli was like, oh, so she's basically manipulating you because she's having a pity party because she has no, she has no company to run, but we do. Okay. She goes over to her parents. Her parents talk about this to, um, Isabella. Isabella is kind of like saying, what? That's not true. Ivy comes in and kind of spills in everything, which automatically causes Isabella to snap and slap Ivy and start punching and kicking her which the parents are just like oh my gosh you were never like this until we well she Isabella was worse but it, it's more until we finally get over to her story I'm just gonna leave the mystery 
but her parents but basically their parents were like you were never like this when before we told you about the whole entire who's gonna run the company thing so we're gonna just take you to a boarding school where maybe hopefully you'll be able to learn that didn't go well because Isabella kind of starts getting super duper upset she starts manipulating even more she starts getting tactful and she starts to be friending the wrong crowd and when it's finally time for their when it's finally it's not their birthday but it's their parents anniversary so when it's their parents anniversary and everyone's having a party ivy and israeli you know it's finally nighttime the party's kind of over they go to bed and that's when ivy gets this urge like the atmosphere is completely off so she gets off of the bed she goes over to her sister's bed and she taps her sister and says like hey there's something wrong the atmosphere feels completely off can we go check on mom and dad they go over only to realize their parents are completely tied up and they have and there's these group of kids like older kids basically and oh gosh I'm super nervous to really talk about this but there's these group of older kids and then there's Isabella Isabella is looking at Ivy and telling Ivy hey I'm here I came back um, I realized what I did to you was super duper wrong but it's okay it will be better once I finally run the company and Isabella's just freaking out saying what are you doing why in the world are you doing all this stuff what is is this still about the company like why are you so focused on that and Israeli just like snaps her fingers the two guys take her here's the trigger warning the trigger warning is is this is the part where if you don't want to hear it um I will put in the description about maybe if you can possibly skip this part once the two older kids tr grab um oh my god they're all named dark with the eye and it's really 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 <laughs> um confusing sometimes when the two older kids grab Israeli basically they kind of R.A.P.E. her really really they start R.A.P.E. like they start to do that they start to rape her basically and Ivy's just there watching and Ivy kind of give and Ivy just starts crying and telling her sister like Isabella like why are you doing this please stop Israeli's like completely broken completely broken and she's just saying like no I was supposed to run the company I am the second oldest but apparently you had it so you're gonna do me a favor and we're going to end it all but you're going to end it all you can only make this better. And basically, Israeli really kind of gives Ivy a choice. She can either save her sister and she can save her sister or save her parents. And obviously, Ivy is, is shaken up by this because she really doesn't want to. She doesn't want to do any of this, but her parents know what they have to do. So basically, they tell, they basically tell Ivy, it's okay. Ivy takes the gun and she says no. Israeli screams. Israeli screams no. Isabella screams do it and she does. She basically kills her own parents, not be only by by force. 
Israeli snaps her fingers, the the rape stops, and basically they all get dragged to this underground dungeon type of area, like this underground cell prison. And Israeli basically starts grooming Ivy to be this perfect little doll. Like, you are going to listen to everything I say. Now it's just the both of us. While while Israeli can just go rot in a cell. And Ivy overhears Israeli, you know, not Israeli. Ivy overhears Isabella talking to the other saying that they're going to kill Israeli. And... obviously ivy not wanting to lose another family member disobeys and disobeys the rules which the rules for ivy once they get to this underground cell dungeon is the fact that she cannot leave this room because she is unhealthy and she needs to get better so basically they she is supposed to stay in the room the entire time but she breaks that rule and goes to Israeli, tells Israeli what Isabella is going to do. And Israel is like, here's the plan. Here's what's going to happen. Basically, they bust out. Isabella finds out and starts trying to kill Israeli. But Ivy, not taking it anymore, takes a knife and completely stabs Isabella. And obviously, she is done and set forth. Now, once everyone know everyone on the out on the outside, like outside of the dungeon of the cell dungeon, on the underground cell dungeon, I should say, everyone knew what happened to the case, but no one really knew the truth. All everyone knew was the fact that the parents are dead and the kids are kidnapped. That's all people knew. When the police finally get there, They finally see Israeli is gone and the two sisters are holding each other as dead. No, is it not Israeli? (sighs) Isabella's dead. Um, looks like she's been stabbed, and of course the the sisters are like hugging each other. And obviously the police are wondering like what's happening, but the sisters aren't really like talking. They're not really saying anything. They're keeping it a massive seat. They're like in shock. And so over time, the police kind of just felt like, okay, maybe it was a break-in or it was a homicide, like something happened. And none of the girls were involved. Isabella is later pronounced dead. They have a funeral for her. And that's, and that's basically what happened with that situation. Now, I also want to kind of mention, um, also later down the line, is the fact that Ivy cannot handle it anymore. Ivy's completely broken. She's not speaking. She's barely eating. She's in complete shock. Israeli is now officially the head of the household of the K Corporation. And Ivy's like, I can't do this. I can't have my sister live in this house and still feel all of the emotion that happened in here. So Israeli being the mature one calls up their aunt on their mom's side and say, hey, I need to tell you the entire story. She tells the entire story and tell asks her, hey, auntie, can you please take Ivy with you? Like just in t- just until I can figure out what to do. Her aunt agrees. Ivy goes with them. And that's where Ivy kind of begins her life as a commoner. She starts um, 
talking a lot more. She starts becoming friends with a lot of people. She starts, you know, basically she really starts like becoming her old self, but as well as growing. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about when they finally comes back. So Israeli, um, so when do we actually get to meet the maid? Here's the thing. One day while Ivy is just complete, one day while Israeli is walking in the, like, just walking, um, in the middle of the night, she sees this shadow, this figure of a lady, in as a shadow, and of course the shadow starts talking to her, and is, the shadow starts talking to her, and Israeli realizes that the maid is a shadow person. And pretty much, basically, they make a deal saying, like, listen, if something happens to me, I want you, here's the deal. If you need to go ahead and protect my sister, and if I pass on, you can not, you can take whatever you want. Of course, a shallow person agrees with this and starts working as, basically, the maid i can't remember her name which i'm probably i probably wrote down somewhere but that's that's kind of the story and then of course israeli does eventually starts passing away and getting sick which causes ivy to realize like that's something she doesn't really want to do um during this time where ivy israeli is really getting sick that's when she meets cl phantom hive and so it does kind of well when she meets Sil Phantom Hive, it, it kind of makes them realize that like, they're really similar, but they also have like a lot of differences and they are rivals. But once Israeli passes, like finally tells Ivy about, you know, her protector and the shadow person and the deal and everything else, you know, Ivy is, Ivy's not mad. She respects it. But because she has, she now has to be the head of the household, she's like, okay, well i'll go ahead and i'll do this and that's where ivy is today i'm sorry if this entire backstory is just like triggering or it's it's triggering or just really really off in my personal opinion um or it's just terrible I'm terrible at explaining backstories and I didn't write this down. If I wrote this down, I probably would have did this a lot more fluently and it would have flowed a lot better, but that's all this is. So I hope you guys kind of enjoyed this OC Tuesday on a, on a gaming Wednesday type of deal because it really means a lot to me. But anyway, I will see you guys later. I hope you guys enjoyed IVK and maybe next time I will finally review my Attack on Titan character. Bye guys!